The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. Poppy Chulo. Today is Wednesday, February 25th, 2015, and I'm your host, Poppy Chulo. Listeners, please welcome to One on One with Poppy Chulo, multiple award-winning adult industry veteran performer, director, and producer, LT. Welcome back, man. Hey, man. How you doing? Pretty good in yourself? I'm good. Hey, that's, I'm, I'm, I had a good time the first part, so let's make this something special just like the first one. Fantastic. Listeners, if you didn't get a chance to tune in to part one of our exclusive interview with LT, head on over to poppychularadio.com forward slash archives, and you should download it. We talked a lot about the early part of his career, a lot about uh, you know stuff that he does in his scenes, as well as directing and whatnot. So certainly tune into that, check it out, download it. But uh, right now, let's jump into this part two, and... Uh, we're going to start it off on a serious note. I have a bunch of uh, questions about some of, you know, the serious aspects about being a performer, director, producer in the adult industry. And we're going to kick off this part two with uh, this question, a question about family. Does your family know about your career in the business? And if so, how do they feel about it? Yeah, they know. Um, yeah, I told them. <laughs> you know, um... I think most of the times my mother, well, most of all, she said, as long as it's legal, I'll accept what you're doing. And I told her it was legal. So everybody is, they don't have any problem, you know. Um, they back me, whatever I do. They just said, just take care of yourself and, you know, um, don't do anything illegal. So I got my, uh, 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 Nod from them, so here I am. All right, sounds good. As a black male performer in the adult industry, have you ever felt any racism or discrimination directed at you? At me personally, or or just the way it is? Both. I don't know if it was... Have I ever experienced them directly at me? But I know racism was there. Mm Mm-hmm. You know... Um, and I was a part of it because I'm an African American. But uh, even now, you don't see any black directors unless they got their own stuff. You know, the uh, people that run these studios, they don't have any black directors there, man. They, they you look at the big companies. Uh, Lex does his thing, but he owns his own product. 
So that's that's different. But no one has hired a, a black director that's uh, of I can say of, of any good, of any importance. Um, that's that's helping them keep their company going. I think I was one of the last ones to 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 do that, and uh, I don't think it's ever going to be that again, man. I really don't. I think right now, I think any African American that really wants to uh, uh, do those things needs to do his own stuff, and that's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. Why do you think the industry isn't hiring uh, black directors in general? Man, if I knew, I'd tell you. You know, but I don't. I um I sit back and I look around from afar across the business what's happening and you know you can tell by the lack of black on black movies you know they always make excuse what well, doesn't sell that that's BS I proved it could sell you know and right now um, by talking to a lot of people they miss black on black stuff and they miss actually miss it uh, 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 from me. You know, but I will get them, I will do it again for them off my website. So mm -hmm. it's coming for them, you know, but for the most part, if they do hire somebody, they tell them what to do, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's not really, uh, they're not really directing anything when, when the people are telling you what to do, you know. Absolutely. That's very true. In your opinion, what's the current state of, uh, ebony erotica in the adult industry because as you said companies aren't really pumping it out i mean you really rarely see two black performers performing together uh, unless it's uh, as you said you know a uh, black director who's also a performer who's uh, you know creating his own content and that kind of thing and typically it's like maybe one scene in a production for the most part unless you know you you are like a Lexington Steel who has you know like a Black Panther series where it's him you know with a uh, female black talent yeah that's the only way you're gonna see it unless another black uh, 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 male or female performer does it on their own you're not gonna see it now uh, I think Bang Brothers has made um, one of the, uh, one of the, one of those, uh, colors that do, they made it black on black now. You know, I, I went on there and, um, I guess they understood that people still want to see black on black, but that's, that's website though. There's no DVD company that's doing that, you know, but I think it's called Brown Bunnies or something. I think I, I, mm -hmm. I looked yeah. at I black on black now. I'm like, whoa, because it used to be white guys and black girls, you know. And if you notice around the industry, uh, the only way a black girl get work is she work with a white dude. That's the only way she's gonna get work, and that's sad. That's really sad, you know. Um, how it has come down to this, you know. Um, I tried when I was at when I was directing for companies. I tried to keep African American women working and keep uh, 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 the black on black train moving. And uh, uh, I did it pretty well. You know, some people would, you know, they, they would, uh, they would do it. And I would watch them like, yikes, that's awful. You know, um, if they're going to do it, I mean, at least have some guts to tell your boss, hey, look, can I come up with these scenarios and you just sit back and collect the money? 
or or am I going to be just a person just shooting it with no say in anything? That's one thing I like about what Dave Chappelle did when he was, you know, at Comedy Central. They start to tell him how to do things. He's like, wait a minute. You know, we got this far because of me doing the stuff that I wanted to do. And now all of a sudden that I'm popular, you know, uh, you want to start changing things. Well, see you later. Goodbye. You know, and that's how I feel. So anybody gonna, if anybody's going to start telling me how to do things, I don't care how long you've been in the business. I know, I know what I'm doing and I know people like what I'm doing. If I can't do what I want to do, then I'm not doing it. I don't care how much you pay me. So that's what the black actors and actresses have to do if they want to see black on black. They have to do it themselves, plain and simple. Do you at all feel that uh, the popularity of interracial porn has at all affected why, or has at all contributed to the effect as to why Ebony Erotica isn't made? I think it's half of it, but it's not the, not, not the whole truth. I mm-hmm. think you, when you have white men controlling the studios, uh, they, they're going to shoot what they like, period. It's a difference over at West Coast where the, the owner is African-American. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? You know, so you know they shoot more black than interracial. You know, but lately they've been shooting a lot of interracial and it's, it's basically, you know, uh, uh, hurting them. Because you, you, I know, <clears throat> at one time he told me, well, I'm looking at my sales. I said, yeah, but, you know, maybe you need to change things. Maybe you need to bring some people in with a new, with a new eye, with a new way of doing things. Maybe to spice it up a little bit. Because doing the same thing over and over and over again, it gets old. You know, that's why I rarely kept a series past 10 that I started. Uh... I stopped up that black ass at number eight, but at a request of fans and even the general manager when I did Elegant, hey, why don't you start that again? Okay, so I did nine. I said, okay, but that's it. I want to do do another black anal series because you can only go so far after you get to number ten. It's like okay, same stuff, same stuff. You can you can make another black anal movie. Just call it something else. That's why I, I went into the, the black reality stuff with Club Elite. I did one and two, and people loved it, both of them. You know, one award for the first one, you know, at Expense. Uh, so when you start to, to, to get into uh, what people are liking, and I sat at home one day and said, what are people liking? What, are, what do they want to see? And all these reality shows was on TV. I said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to come up with a reality, a reality show uh, uh, in, 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 and call it Club Elite and using the, the black girls that, that mean a lot to the business, that contributed a lot to the business. And I'm going to shoot it. I'm going to turn the camera on and I'm going to leave the camera on. I'm not going to turn it off. So that means everything that goes on in that, in that scene is going to be shown. And people love it. You know, so uh, people just got to get creative, man. They got to get creative. Uh, uh, these these owners got to start trusting people that have a track record of selling movies. You know, not because he's your friend or or, or you've been buds and you've been been your bar buddy. You know, whatever you went to college with, that don't mean anything. You you need to hire someone who has a rapport with the fans. You know, that's the only way it's gonna sell. You can't hire no new guy 
you know, just because you like him, you know, just because you, you y'all cool. It's not going to work, you know, and until that happens, well, actually, it's good for me, <laughs> you know, so you don't have to. I'll take it all and I'll take all the fat, you know. Exactly. That's true. Speaking about interracial porn in general, do you ever feel that uh, some companies, when they pump out interracial content, that they ever go too far with the titles that they put on their DVDs? Well, of course. I mean, some of them, you know, you got some people that are, I don't know what they'd be thinking about. <clears throat> you know, I, I think when you're doing something like that, it's, 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 I think it's something that they, they enjoy. Uh, not something that fans enjoy because the one thing that uh, fans have told me about my interracial when I did it is there was no racial epithet in it. You never knew that it was an interracial film because there was none of that in it. I'm, I'm quite sure you know because you've watched a couple of my interracial movies. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you you've never seen me call girls white bitches or hell hell women calling me the N word and all that crap. You know, you you never saw that and and and. Even the, the white female talent noticed that, and they they liked the fact that I I've always respected women. It would it, no matter what I shot, you know, uh, you don't have to go through all that crap to do all that to get to, to to sell. You know, that's just you know that's just lazy. It's just you know lack of creativity among people, and you know, but but people gonna do what they want to do, man. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be me, and you know. Uh, if people want to continue to be lazy and 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 just do <clears throat> stupid stuff and you know and 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 the black actors let it happen, you know which which despises you know uh, uh, I don't like it. You know how could you let people tell you to, to say things like that <clears throat> just because they're paying, they're giving you a check. You know to me you're selling out. You know and I don't care what they say. You know uh, that that's the truth and that's the way it is. Why do you think things like that happen? Do you think that it's, you know, it's basically white owners thinking that that's how interracial porn should be? Because it, it's really so almost like fetishizing racism in a sense. Well, that's, that's, that's you know, it, it's, you ever heard that old saying, you know, we just want to keep you down. You know what I'm saying? That, that mm-hmm. old saying, we just want to keep you in your place. Well, that's that's basically what it is, you know. Uh, it's them not understanding that you know you don't have to do it that way to sell things you know when, when I watch porn even when I watch it at an early age I always watch him to see if the girl and the guy had chemistry that made me want to buy a movie okay if I if I turn on the the if I turn on a movie and and, and look at the trailer and I see all that junk and crap and stuff, stuff that had nothing to do with the two people. It's just name calling and, and just bullshit. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not buying that movie. You know, uh, it's just people just lazy, man. They, they, they just, you know, they lazy and it's something that they want to do because they like, it. you know, they don't give a damn what the fans like. It's what they like. You know, that's how, that's, that's the whole bottom line. They can, they can say whatever. When you shoot stuff like that, it's what you like. Plain and simple. I like that answer. A lot of casual porn viewers, you know, they see all the condomless sex, and some don't realize that the industry is heavily tested. Regardless of the amount and the consistency of the testing in the adult industry, 
do you ever feel worried about catching an STI or worse on set? Well, well, we, well, we, well we, we all do. You know, that's, that's the, the flip side. You know, you, you have to take along with what, 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 what goes on. I mean, you, it, everything you do in life is a risk. Nothing's, you know, 100% safe. But there's ways you can make it safe. You know, uh, but I will say our testing system is the best. It's the best. There's just there's, there's no way around it. I mean, you know, people in the regular lives have sex, meet people in clubs and bars and don't know nothing when they go home and have sex about one another. No, don't know nothing about people's sex history. With this place here, you know, diseases have never been found inside the business. It's always people get it from outside the business and bringing it in the business, you know, uh, and, and that's the only time when you fear something is when, okay, you, you know, you can't monitor people's <laughs> sexual, uh, 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 life experience outside porn. I mean, it's impossible, you know, but you hope people will be more careful in their decision-making when they leave the porn set, you know, um, uh, because that's what we do for a living. And, and I want everybody to stay safe. I want everybody to be, you know, uh, uh, able to work and, and make money and, and, and have fun while they're doing it. Uh, but I, I think our system is the best. And I think it's, it's, it don't get any better than that, man. It's like people are tested uh, uh, twice uh, a month and sometimes once a month, depending on how, well, how much they work, you know. So... All in all, I, I, I love the testing system, and I, I think it's great. It's time for the great condom debate. What's your opinion on whether condoms should or should not be used in adult production? Well, that's our decision. That's our decision. That's nobody make a decision for that for us. That's our decision. We don't want doing it. They ain't. You know, how's it hurting them? You know, we're doing the things. So why are you going to tell us what, what we need to do? This is, this is going back to slavery days and... And, and stuff like that, and people are going to try to step in because they are not getting any piece of the pie, and, and they're pissed off about it. So they're going to come in, you know, the dude from AHF, he knows who he is, you know, trying to make it a political political agenda, trying to get people to notice, well, see, I could be this, you know, I'm going to run for governor. You know, I did this to the porn industry. Take a look at me. You know, I, I'm your man. Uh, no, you're not. You know, you, you just a, a dude that's trying to get a leg up in the political world. You don't give a damn about us, bro. We all know it. So oh, stop your masquerade about you trying to look. We don't want you to look out for us. How about that? Okay. So just stay in your million dollar home that you have. Enjoy your life and just leave us the hell alone. We take care of ourselves. You know, uh, we know how to take care of ourselves. We've been doing it for a long time. So, uh, but like I said, all this is political oriented and nothing more. Speaking of political stuff, Measure B, also known as the County of Los Angeles Safer Sex in the Adult Film Industry Act, has been in effect. And it seems as if some of the studios are moving their productions to Vegas to film content. I know that some of the, the management firms as well are moving to Vegas and all that kind of stuff. And um, there, at one point, there was also that Assembly Bill, I think it was Assembly Bill uh, 1576, that ended up not really sort of becoming anything. So 
as a veteran that's been in the game for 15 years, what's your opinion on uh, what's been going on in the industry since Measure B became, uh, I guess, law? Well, you've got some people that have been scared off by it, you know, so they take off and run, you know, um, uh, but that's an individual decision of what they want to do with their company, so they're free to do whatever they want to with their company. But you have the pioneers that, that that are still in L.A. They ain't going anywhere, you know, until they just come and say, you can't do it anymore. Uh, so it's an individual decision. Whoever wants to move and go to another place, you know, uh, it, it is what it is. You know, uh, it's, it's just a, a company decision. You know, um, all this Measure B stuff is like, we're going to keep doing what we're doing until they come and say we can't do it anymore. That's that's just the way I feel. You know, um, uh, if people want to go to the states, that's fine too. You know, they feel that this, uh, that's a way to, to, to keep their company running. You know, I had no problem with that. You know, uh, like I said, it's an individual decision with some companies. And uh, that's, that's about to happen. Throughout your 15-year career in the business and with all the scenes that you've done, you know, since day one, have you ever caught a sexually transmitted disease or infection on set? No. Um, and if I did, I wouldn't tell people. That's, that's none of any business. You know, um, that's, that's something personal that I wouldn't discuss in the open forum. You know, that, that's nobody's business. You know, um, I'm still performing, so it says a lot. It does. Absolutely, man. Okay, moving away from, from condoms and all that stuff, uh, but, but still talking about, you know, some of the stuff that's going on in the business. What's your opinion on porn parodies? <laughs> I guess they wouldn't make a buck, huh? I mean, it's, it's just... You know, people go, oh, they make a lot of money, yeah, but you copycat enough of what somebody else did. It's nothing wrong with that. If, you, if you're going to make a parody, make it a parody. Because what does parody mean? Spoofs. It's like, it's like you're making fun of something. You know, you don't copy it from word to word or basically from, from scene to scene. You make fun of it. You know, and I haven't seen it in any of these parodies. You know, uh, I've seen a lot of stuff with a serious. I'm like, wait a minute. A parody or spoofs supposed to be basically comedy. You look at all the spoofs, you know, like like the 300 spoofs they did. That was funny because they made fun of it, you know, or all the 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 uh, uh, flashing movies that they made fun of. You know, uh, those are real parodies. If you're gonna make fun of something, make fun of something. You know, uh, somebody did the Cosby Show and. I think it was more white people than than black people. And I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was that was fascinating that they did the Cosby Show, and it was basically an interracial porn movie, like yeah, Bill Cosby. You ever watched exactly? You watched the Cosby Show? How many white people have you seen in there in a whole damn year? Let's say yeah. more white people in that than the Cosby Show here in a whole damn year. And I was sitting there laughing, like, are you serious? Yeah, like, that was, oh, that was interesting. And, like, and even and like, Mr. Huxtable didn't even get to have sex because he was a uh, non-porn performer. Yeah, it's like, why, why bother? You know what I'm saying? If, if you're going to make fun of something, make fun of something. 
don't try to copycat of what they did because it don't even come close. You're right. What you sh- what what I'm not telling people what they should have did, but if I'm a viewer and I put that on, I expect to see everybody in that family have sex. Everybody, you know, and if if if, if they want to do it that way, I think there was more Caucasian people in Lisa Lisa Bonet's spinoff. Uh, uh, it was a, it's a different world, world. Country, different world. It was more white people than that than it was in the Cosby Show. And by not doing that, kind of like, hmm, wait a minute, you did the Cosby Show, but you didn't do a different world. You know, I don't know if it has been done. I don't know. I, I haven't seen it. Uh, but that would have been more believable. You know. Uh, than the Cosby Show. It, that that was that was after that. I that was no more parodies for me. I'm like I'm not watching any more of this stuff. It's it's uh, uh, if it makes money for them, great. But it was unwatchable to me. Let's talk about a different genre that you have been involved in. Recently, they've been coming out, and when I say recently, I'd say within the past couple of years, they've been coming out a lot with these. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it, like the stepfather genre. Where yeah, you know, where yeah. it's I like to call them incest light because that's really what it is in my opinion. That's basically that's what it is. Taboo, yeah. all that stuff. And I know that you you've know. done a couple of those. So what was going on in your mind as you're sort of playing through these uh, taboo scenarios on set? Well, I did one um, for combat. It was uh, mommy, me, and a gangster. You know that was fun. Uh, it was very fun, but. Uh, before the scene start, we had to do the uh, the uh, disclaimer at the beginning, let everybody know that they were real mother and daughters and all that stuff. And you know, as uh, long as I knew that, then it was fine. If they were, if it was real, I would probably have a, I would have been very uneasy about doing that or directing it. You know, uh, but since everybody was didn't even know each other, so it was kind of fine. You know, uh, it was kind of fun. I think some people have fun with it. Some may take it too far. Uh, but, you know, it's an individual decision, man. I mean, people do what they feel that's going to make them money. You know, but uh, the one I did was kind of cool because it, it was really uh, about the, the black guy dealing with the, 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 the mom and the stepdaughter or whatever it is, you know, uh, but it was, it was fun. And but I'm not gonna condone anybody from doing it. Like I said, you know, uh, it's so like hell. It's still selling. That genre is still selling. And while parodies has basically fell flat, this stuff is, has taken over. You know. Um, and yeah, that and the cuckolding stuff. Exactly. Those two things are are big sellers right now. You know, like it or not, it, it is. You know, and um, people say, why don't you do a a black cockhole with a with a black guy sitting. I'm like, why don't you do it? <laughs> you know, I mean, people that watch my stuff know what I'm about. You know, and I'm all about putting black people in a position where they're respected and not degraded and and made fun of. You know, uh, I'm never going. Tell uh, other people what to do or how to do porn, how you do it. But when it comes to me, I'm going to do it my way because 
this is the way I feel it should be done. You know, and that's why a lot of people bought my black stuff because my black on black was never ghetto. There's no epithets in there. It was always about the sex and the setup in my stuff. And you know, you watch my stuff. Mm-hmm. That's very true, man. Yeah, I mean, it was it was classy. And uh, you can't really say that about many other productions out there in the industry. No. Especially when you have uh, the black male performer telling, like, the white chick, you know, call me the N-word. Say it. Yeah, well, and, and the thing is, the guys who are shooting are telling them to say it. You know, and it's like, <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes you, you when you first come to business, you're a little naive. You know, you're just trying to get along and so you can get more work, so you go along with it. But as you get more experience and you've been in the business a long time, you want a couple of awards. That's something that you don't participate in no more because you you know that's that's beneath you. You know you're not trying to make an name for yourself. You're not trying to continue to get work. You're not trying to 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 uh, uh, put yourself in a position where they will keep calling you even on other stuff besides that 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 uh, kind of stuff issue. You know I just never never thought about doing it that when I was at Elegant. I was that was you know that was never going to come for me. Never. It was, it was about, it was all, with me it was always about the body parts. <laughs> it was a big boobs or, or big ass, you know, it was all about that or anal. That was the most explicit you were going to see from me, you know. Uh, so as far as degrading girls or having them degrade guys, that, that, that wasn't in my repertoire and it never will be, you know. Uh, but if people want to do it, that's on them, you know. But me, ain't happening. I like that, man. Good answer. In your opinion, as a male performer in the industry, is there any competition among male performers in the business? Well, <laughs> I don't know if it's, you say competition. I, I, I just think, you know, people are just trying to do their best to maintain their uh, the status uh, as a male performer. You know, so you don't want to slip off. You know, you're trying to get as many reps as you can, you know, uh, and keep it up. I don't think people are bowing over you know, who's the best. I mean, that that what does that even mean? You know, I mean, everybody has their own style, you know, of how they perform. You know, from Shawn Michaels to, to Lex to Mark Anthony to, to Mr. Marcus when he was in it, Byron Long, you know, Prince, me. Uh, Rico, uh, everybody has their own style, how they perform, you know, so I wouldn't call it competition. I just call it the guys that have different ways of having sex, you know, and, and we all been successful at it because we stood around, you know, most of us anyway, you know, um, but I don't think it's any competition, man. I think brothers, we don't, you know, you know, we don't get down like that. I mean, who's ever working is working. You know, uh, there's some gooder than others, basically, according to uh, directors that hire guys, you know, uh, but sometimes they don't have to be good. It's, it's, the company can hire this guy because he fits what they do, what they do. Um, and, and that's all it is to it. So uh, some guys are lucky to be, I would say lucky, but they're just, they're picked because they have <clears throat> what their company needs uh, or what they like. So they use them a lot. 
So uh, I don't think it's competition at all, man. I just think, you know, everybody's different and we're just doing our thing. Is there a misconception or myth about porn stars that you would like to dispel? A misconception? Well, I think, you know, people think that, you know, we we sleazy people, which is further from the truth. You know, that we are we're not smart. You know, we, uh, they laugh when porn stars try to act. I mean, what you laughing for? Because there's people on network TV who can't act. Okay, so um, th- those perceptions out there, and it's, 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 it's kind of funny, man. But you know, people are gonna be people, man. And you know, you just, you know, you, you, you pop your collar and you keep going. Is there an aspect of the adult industry that you do not enjoy? Uh, that I don't enjoy, as you mean, participating or watching? Both. Hmm. But take it that I don't really watch porn. Unless it's something that I did. Um, so I can't really say that anymore. Um, but it's a lot of stuff I don't like, but I don't care because it really doesn't mean anything to me. You know, um, and, and any porn per, any porn performer would, could tell you the same thing. It's like, okay, you may not like it, but who cares? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We can say, do you like uh, uh, Jeopardy? And but in your response will be, who really gives a damn? You know, it's like if I don't have any control over what the stuff it is that I don't like, then it doesn't matter. You know, so it doesn't matter what what I like or don't like. You know, it it only depends on if it's has anything to do with me. You know, so. Yeah, that's that. So let's move away from the serious issues of the business. And uh, I want to talk about relationships with you. As a performer, as a director, as a producer, do you at all find it difficult to be in a romantic relationship while working in the business? Well, me? Romantic? (laughs) Okay. Um, You should have just said relationship. (laughs) <laughs> uh, <laughs> well i'm trying to separate because relationship could be anything so i'm trying to you know at least you know basically saying you know is it difficult to date in the business no it's not difficult to date it's, it's a, if you want to do it you know uh, i never looked at it that way actually you know there's women that i'm fond of but uh there's a difference between romantic as you say romantically dating uh, than just casual dating because you 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 know y'all hit it off you know uh, y'all like each other on and off the set uh, I have a rapport with a lot of female performers but do I want to have a romantic relationship that's that's it's not up to me it's not up to her it it, it just has to happen you know if it happens it happens you know uh, normally trying to date outside the business is, is a problem. Because you have to tell that person what you do for a living. And that's more difficult and to, to hang on to and to have them understand uh, uh, than dating someone in the business. Dating someone in the business, to me, is, is, is the easy way to, to keep a relationship. Because y'all both do the same thing. You know, so uh, uh, there's no issue. There's no jealousies or anything like that. You know, but 
Uh, me? Nah. Nah, I'm good. So in your opinion, it's easier to date someone that's in the business as opposed to someone that's not? Exactly. Okay. It's, it's because it's, you know, y'all have a lot in common, you know, um, not saying it could never work on the outside, but as far as with my experience have, have encountered, uh, it's been a problem, you know, um, and it's not easy to do, you know. So if you want to have a relationship, the best would be to date someone in, in inside the industry. If you if you you want to have a good chance of having it work out, you know. Mm -hmm. But who, who am I, man? <laughs> I'm just a guy. Is it difficult when you're approaching a woman that's not in the business to try to, I guess, explain, you know, what you do? Like, is that sort of when, when things sort of fall through? Or do you actually find some women that are not in porn a little bit more excited because of your career? No, I have a lot of female admirers, man, that, that hit me up uh, via Twitter. Just, just send me messages and how they like my stuff, especially when I go out in the street, you know, uh, it's amazing. I go to Denny's and, and females know what I do. Oh, I like your work. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> usually I hear, I hear that from guys, but not female, you know, so that, that shows that I'm doing something right. That females watch my stuff, you know, and, uh, and not just black women, I, Caucasian women, you know, they, Oh, I love white mamas. Keep doing it. Oh, okay. You know, um, it's, it's, uh, as far as, is it being, it's just a trip, man. It's like, it, like I came, I just recently came down to Houston. I couldn't even walk down the street and this guy stopped me. Hey man, oh man, I like your stuff. I'm like, wow. I'm like, and I keep forgetting that my stuff goes out nationwide, <laughs> you know? So it's like, it's, 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 as shocked as I was, then I thought about the damn, these movies go everywhere, so I shouldn't be shocked. You know, it ain't like they just go to California or they go to, you know, Nevada. They, they go all over the damn place because I was even noticed going to Walgreens in Chicago and it's, not, again, a female, you know? So I'm like, wait, what are our females doing these days? <laughs> what you part now? So I think 10% of the business, 10, 10% of the, 10 to 15% of the watchers now are female. You know, they're really watching porn. Remember back in the day in the 80s, it was 99.9% all men that were mm -hmm. watching porn. Now, man, it's like, it, in my view, I think it's about 15% of women now that watch porn and 85% men, you know. Um, and I'm talking about um, watching straight porn. Now, you want to throw the, the lesbian stuff in there, then I think it's about 60-40 that watch porn from men to women. You know, uh, that female watchers are on the rise and, and, and sometimes now you have to uh, acknowledge that when you start a new project, you know, women are watching porn now, you know, and they're watching how you treat girls in it. So that's why I was so popular from females because I always treat the women with respect in my movie and women always tell me that, you know, I like how you treat your females. I even had women from overseas watch my stuff and send me emails they like my stuff and, and they like how I treat the women, you know, and uh, why? Because they think that porn 
when you shoot porn that men supposed to be abusive to girls and I don't know why that is but um, I tried to shed that especially from an African American type that you don't have to be abusive to girls to, 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 to make a hot movie you know uh, it, it, I mean women are there to be dude we got some beautiful women in this business bro past and present you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so why do you want to abuse it you, you know it's like to me that ain't even crossing my mind bro it's like these girls are gorgeous it's like are you serious you know it's like dude none of these guys and they know it could never meet girls this pretty on the internet on a regular basis i'm not saying all guys can't but most of these guys they couldn't and they know it so do enjoy these girls while you're in this business you know enjoy their bodies do all the good stuff that you would do if you had them in your in your in your personal bed at home okay you know stop with all the the, the slapping and all the crazy shit that i see people do stepping on girls heads really really dude you see how good looking this girl is do it really cost all that crap? You know, but like I said, people going to do what they want to do, man. It's like, but me, nah, I'm going to sit here and enjoy that, bro. You know, hey, that's the south side of Chicago with me, man. You know, you, you see a beautiful woman, you enjoy her. That's, that's, that's all, that's the way I've been. That's what I'm going to continue to be, you know. I want to travel back in time with you one more time. And I want to ask, how and when did you lose your virginity? Wow. Ooh. The question is, is who ended my virginity? <laughs> um, is back in, I was a sophomore in high school when it happened. Yep, sophomore in high school. Sophomore High School happened, man, in the basement of our townhouse. What? And, uh, yeah, it was, was kind of weird, bro. It was, uh, uh, <laughs> it was very shocking, you know, because I didn't think that was going to happen. At least my first time, anyway. And it's like, damn. It's like, you know, here it is. What's it going to do? You know, uh, it's something that you never forget, good or bad, you know. Mine happened to be good, so, you know. Then I was sophomore in high school, man, and, and came home from school and didn't know that was waiting for me. Tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know. Well, um, see, there's a difference between I'm on set and when I'm away from the set. I'm two different people. You know, uh, there's a lot of people don't know about me per se, uh, but LT, you, I am what I am when you see me. So there's nothing really, you know, a, a mystery about me when I'm on set. You know, I mean, what you see is what you get. Basically, it's just when I'm away from the set, people don't really know me and they don't know what I really like. You know, uh, they claim they do, but they don't. Uh, uh, so it is what it is I am who I am like Popeye say you know when I'm on set and that's what I I, I give people you know and uh, that's that describe yourself in 10 words or less huh 
to be taken seriously. Um, funny, aggressive, um, energetic, clean, uh, talkative, caring, and uh, that's basically it. As we start getting close to the end of the interview, I have this list of uh, pop culture-oriented questions that are designed to allow uh, your fans and supporters to get to know some of your favorites. So the first one is, what are five of uh, your most favorite television shows? Wow. Uh, I'm going to go way back. Yeah, I'm a, uh, can I add a cartoon in there, too? Hell yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to start with cartoons. Uh, Sinbad the Sailor Man, Underdog, uh, Lost in Space, um, um, what's that TV show with uh, Huggy Bear was in it? Starsky and Hutch. Um, I'm doing old stuff, man. I'm, uh, you know, most school guy. So, uh, actually, I love a, a, a Big Van Dyke show. That was funny as hell. You know, yeah, when I was was. Growing up, that, that those shows were golden back then, man. It was just, uh, you know, uh, just good comedy. You know, uh, the Richard Pryor show. That was another one. Um, I don't know if that's four or five or whatever, but those are the ones that when I was little, I was constantly watching. You know, when I come when I was a little kid coming home from school, those cartoons that I named, always watching those. You know, uh, a lot of people don't know, you know, sitting at the Taylor Man because they probably in their late twenties and they don't know that that show came on in the sixties. You know, but uh, it was just awesome time to be a kid back then, man. You know, um, growing up, these TV shows now suck, bro. They they're not good at all. You know, and I don't even watch TV because the shows are so bad. Who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? Hmm. Single or not groups, right? You can do a mix of either or. Shit, I'm going to run out then. Um, instead of Temptations, Marvin Gaye, uh, Prince, Michael Jackson, and uh, Lionel Richie. What are three of your most favorite films? Wow. Okie dokie. Hmm. This is going to be difficult. Hmm. Actually, I really love. The Equalizer, the one that Denzel Washington just did. That was phenomenal. Um, that one, uh, Titanic. Um, and that movie that was about the temptation. I forgot the name of it. What are two foods that you can't live without? Veggies, veggies, 
and meat. And what is one of your guilty pleasures? Guilty pleasures? <laughs> Going down on a woman. Bam! Love it, bro. Love it, love it, love it. Especially from the back. You watch my stuff. Yes, I do. I mean, you, you got a girl with a a nice round butt, let's say like Aurora Journey, she used to be in the business. You got a butt like that and a butt like Misty Stones. You know, then you go cross over to the more bigger butts like a Sydney Capri, you know, or, or, or Beauty or girls like that. And it's like, oh my God, all this there for you to snack on. You know, that that's my guilty pleasure right there. Speaking of stuff to snack on... Let's chat about your website. It's going to be debuting soon-ish. You've been filming a whole bunch of content for it. What can the listeners and your fans out there that are tuning in right now expect from your website when it debuts? Well, a lot of new girls. You know, um, anal. Uh, a lot of butt worship. That's what you're going to see. And it's going to be variety of races. Because I don't discriminate. But it's mainly going to be uh, um, entertaining. You know, the girls are going to be cute. You know, um, they're going to have different size butts. It's not going to be one size asses that, that you're going to see. You're going to have petite, you're going to have big and medium. You know, uh, it's going to be entertaining, man. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been shooting a couple already the past over the weekend, so but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put it up until I get at least ten to twelve scenes. Okay. You, know. you mentioned in part one, and, and you just sort of referenced it in this answer. New girls. So obviously, you're going to be featuring a lot of new female talent. Are you also going to throw mm-hmm. into the mix some established performers that you've worked with in the past, or is your focus on new female performers? Well, the focus is new. If I get a chance to to use a girl that's been in the business and they are where I am, then I use them. You know, it's, it's uh, I feel they're fit in somewhere that uh, you know uh, that would benefit what I'm doing. Then yeah, you know, um, I'm not gonna say just just these people can't be in my No, I'm not gonna say they can't be in it. It's, uh, my focus is on the girls, but it's also I'm going to try to get some girls that, uh, that are still fairly new, like a Tiana Trump, you know, uh, and, and give them some more pub because they, they I can't believe those girls are not working, bro, as much as they should be. You know, you got girls like her and Harley Dean. It just bothers my mind, man. It's just like, uh, you know, uh. Uh, Bethany Benz, are you serious? Have you looked at those girls? <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. dude, you should be, wow. It's, it just, see, that's what makes me mad sometimes. Like, you get, you know, these ethnic girls that are just beautiful as hell. It's not even getting uh, the work that they should be getting, you know. And uh, it's, it's just funny, you know. Uh, uh, girls like Misty Stone are already established, you know, so they're going to always do their thing. But the new girls that's coming up, that I just mentioned, you know, uh, should be working too, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, 100% agree.
Is there at all a timetable for when the site should debut? Like, should the listeners expect, like, maybe late spring, early summer, or even sooner? I would say uh, late spring, but I would give an announcement before it even drops. When okay. it comes up, you know. So everybody would know you. It's going to be nice, man. It's going to be put together very well. You know, I'm going to make sure that before it, before it even opens up, I'm not gonna, just going to throw no shit together and throw it up there. Oh, there's my work card. It's like, no. <laughs> I'm going to make it real good so people are going to enjoy it just like they did my stuff when I was over at, 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 at like it. You know. Sounds good, man. Can't wait to check it out. Where do you see yourself in the next five years? Hopefully breathing. That's what we all hope. You know. Uh, you never know what the next day going to bring. You know, people can say, I want to be here, I want to be there, but you don't know. You know, uh, it, it's, you know, I just hope to be around, man, living. Because as long as I'm living, I've got a chance to, to, to do a lot of good things. And you can if you're not. So, uh, Very true. I'll leave it at that. You've been in the game for 15 years as a performer, directing, producing, do you see an expiration date coming up for yourself in the future? Like, do you at all see yourself at some point retiring as a performer and maybe focusing solely on the directing and doing, you know, oh, yeah. you know that about it. I think basically, you know, you partially seen that now with me just doing my website, you know, I'm not going to be in a circuit. Uh, you know, I'm just not, it's like, I did all that. Now, now that being said, if I have some certain people that I work for that if they call me, I would, I would work for them. But me, I'm not going to be out there, you know, making calls and I'm not doing that. You know, um, uh, I have a couple of people that I have a good rapport with. So if they, if they need me for something, I help them out, you know, but other than that, you know, no. So, Basically, it's 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 leaning towards uh, that already, you know. Okay. Is there a bit of a timetable in your mind as to like, okay, within the next couple of years, I'm probably going to step back and, uh, you know, just focus on directing maybe, I don't know what's going on in your mind as far as do you see yourself, if you do stop performing, like would you bring on a particular male performer to sort of take over the performing side of, you know, a, a series that you're doing? Do you see yourself just using a handful of, like, maybe male performers that are in the game to sort of take over, you know, the performing aspect while you're directing? Like, what what's going on in your mind as far as that? Well, actually, I never thought about how I was going to do it, but I always said, you know, the day I walk away is going to be like the day I came into the business unnoticed. You know, I'm not going to have no fanfare and all this crap. I'm just going to be gone. You know, uh, and and people will see how I'm going to do things. You know, if I choose to go that route, is to to find some some male talent. But uh, then it wouldn't be me now, would it? If I had other guys doing what I supposed to be doing, then it's not me anymore. And will people still watch if I wasn't? You know, that's the big question. You know, so uh, if, if, if I'm a step away from performing, then I'm going to go 
mainly to the <clears throat> more scripted porn more than than Gonzo. You know, I'm going more uh, uh, something that I can really sink my teeth into as a director uh, and, and put something together uh, that's not just quick, uh, more movie-like features and stuff like that 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 you know, that will be really, really, really good. You know, uh, that's the only way I would continue if I'm going to continue after I'm done, you know. Yeah, uh, maybe you can actually give us a real Cosby Show parody. <laughs> and, and and I will make fun of every last one of them damn people. You know, there you, go. you could be Eddie. Mr. Huxtable. I could I could play the role Eddie Murphy did. I could be all characters. You know what I'm saying? There you uh, go. It, you know, it, it's like uh, uh, I've never seen a guy do five characters. Played the mother, daughter, grandfather, son. Uh, he played all that stuff, and it, and it, and it worked. You know. Um, it's, uh, if, if anybody watched uh, The Nutty Professor, that was well done. You know, that was what I, as somebody tried to do it, and it's nowhere near funny. You know, uh, uh, it's, you, first of all, you guys got to be funny to pull that off. You know, uh, and look, people are going to do day parodies the way they see it, but we all know how parodies should be done because parodies are, if you're going to do parodies, that means you're making fun of something. You know, not trying to do it exactly the way they did it. You know, you're making it funny. And most of the parodies that I've seen are not funny. You know, this is, I'm, I'm trying to wait for the joke. Every parody that I've seen is serious. You know, uh, it's like, wait a minute. You're supposed to be making fun of something. Even if it's a comedy. That means you're making fun of that comedy. You know, you're putting uh, uh, things that people you would never see in that you don't copy what they did you make fun of it you know you make it worse you know uh it's, it's like a train wreck <laughs> that's what i see if, if you're going to make a parody if i'm if i'm gonna do something like you know the martin show oh boy it's gonna be all kind of stuff going on like that you know but i've seen people try to do that and it was it was awful you know um i've seen people try to do good times terrible you know, uh, just did a lot of people, I guess, I, they, they, uh, uh, I guess they answer for funny is what they did. And it, it was not funny. Dude, you know, they for, tried to do roots. Oh boy. That was a disgrace. That was horrible. That was absolutely horrible. You know, I don't care who directed it. I don't care whatever. It was, it was bad. Okay, there are some things that you should stay away from, and that that was one of them. <laughs> there are you know? many things you should stay away from. There should not be an E.T. porn parody. Or oh, a hawk. Incredible. How's a hawk going to have sex? He's bigger than a damn building. How's he going to have sex? I think they have the She-Hulk. Really? Yeah, I mean, the Joni... What's her name? The wrestler that did porn for like half a second. She was the She-Hulk. Yeah. Oh God! A uh, China. Uh, her name is China. That was her yeah. wrestling name. Did she do any sexing? Yeah, I think so. She did porn for like half a second. Cause I, I'm I'm very dubious when celebrities, you know, sex tapes come come out. I, in my opinion, I, I think a lot of them are leaked on purpose. So, anyway, but apparently a sex tape of hers leaked, and then I think it was Vivid. Uh, 
that was coming out with the the superhero porn parodies, and so they signed her up to I think do a couple of parodies. And I know that she was like the She-Hulk in one of them, and they actually have like a full She-Hulk movie, I believe. You know, you know what I, I I've seen it, you know, on sites, and I just ignored it. I didn't care who she was. I just knew it was going to be bad. Okay, <laughs> I just knew it was going to be bad. It's like uh, uh, someone tried to do Eight Is Enough, I think, uh, or, or the Brady Bunch. And we're like, really? Okay, uh, how you gonna pull that off? Because he, the little girl, is really, really, really underage, like about ten. Okay, so how you gonna pull that off? You know, that's why I was upset about the Cosby Show. You know, little Rudy was too young to do anything. So how are you going to make that work? You you feel what I'm saying? You got girls that were they were still children, and you're making a parody. You know, with children, it's like, what are we doing? What are we doing? I mean, if you're going to make a parody, you do it like off the Lucille Ball show where everybody's a grown up, or the Dick Van Dyke show where everybody's a grown up. You can make it work then. Well, when you're doing children's uh, comedies and trying to make them to parodies. And it's a porn parody too. That what are you doing? You understand what I'm saying? It, it, mm-hmm. What are we doing? It's like if you can't find enough adult shows, you know. And when you do find one, don't let it be Roots, okay? Because that was bad. That 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 was a bad idea, <laughs> okay? That was bad. Uh, that that should have never. They shouldn't even sign on to that. That was a bad idea. And, and and you wouldn't believe how many black guys was upset about that, but you know. Trust me, I believe it. Uh, and there were many white female performers that do, you know, that that are known for interracial, that were upset about that as well. I've I know at least three performers that I've interviewed in the past. I'm not going to say who it was, but they specifically told me personally that they were asked to be in the movie and they turned it down. A hundred percent flat, because they, yeah, you know, I mean, the concept, in my opinion, is is ludicrous. It's insane that you would want to do roots something as that a was that serious and mean meant a lot to African Americans. And you're gonna do this, really? This is okay. They just set us back fifty damn years. Exactly. You know? I wouldn't understand why any studio would want to go that way. But, exactly. I mean, if you wanted to go that way, you don't pick roots. I mean, you can create your own original thing. If you want to throw in slavery or something, I mean, I'm sure exactly. there's an audience for some, for that. I mean, obviously, exactly. that in the 70s, there was that movie Mandingo. So, obviously, there's an audience of people that'll watch it, but really, roots? I, I wouldn't I would have been bad if, it was, if you did one based off Django. You there know? you go. <laughs> You could have did that. I would. I would have had a problem with that. But Ruth is a little too serious, bro. And and and, and it happened. So that was Charles Haley's uh, uh, a story. Why would you do that to that man? Why? You know that was real. It ain't like something that was just made up. Most of these TV shows that they're mimicking aren't real. Okay, they just made up. So no one, no one cares when you do something after something that's real. That's a problem. You know, when, when I first saw the, 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 the previews, I'm like, really? I mean, my eyes got bucked like a deer. I mean, I just couldn't believe it. I, I mean, wow. I'm like, okay, they went there, huh? Uh, 
Then I seen SpongeBob. Okay, uh, now how are they gonna do that? Remember SpongeBob, the one the skin that one was in? Yeah, yeah, there was that one. They also did uh, the Simpsons, where everyone was in yellow, and then they did <laughs> uh, the Smurfs, where they painted all of the performers blue. Well, that's just like uh, uh, Avatar. Avatar. Now, how that works? Okay, if you pull out your wing wiener and it's pink, or is it brown and it's not, okay, how that work? Really? How that work? Uh, and, and Batman. Batman never had sex with his uniform on. Batman was he, when he had sex, he was uh uh oh oh uh, um he was uh, his ego. Was it Bruce Wayne? He was his ego. <clears throat> his ego had sex a lot, not Batman. If Ego was a rich guy, if you're going to do a parody with Batman, you can't do it with him. How, first of all, how do you even get all that shit off to get his wing around? This guy had belt buckles and, 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 and plastic underwear, whatever he was fucking with. So he's going to take all that shit off just to have sex. And, and, <laughs> I'm looking like, okay, uh, wow. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, right. Okay, now you got the Joker who's got a white painted face. We know it's paint. Everybody knows it's paint. So it doesn't matter what color specter is because we all know his face is painted. You know, it's not his real face. But when you have the Incredible Hawk who's green, green, how do you get a green pecker? How? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like. Those are the mysteries of life, LT. Unbelievable, man. It's like, I guess, I guess some people, whatever sale, sale, huh? You know, um, I put it this way. I, I just, I just made Naughty Black Housewives and I said to hell with it. I'm, I'm going to get people that's in real situations that would do the same thing that I'm doing in this. And it worked and the movie sold like hell. You know, uh, we all know there are housewives that are naughty. They do things when their husband's not away. We know this for a fact. Okay, most of us have been a part of it, you know, that probably won't say anything, but they have. So I made something true to what people are going through at the moment. You know, I mean, not a black housewives. I did Club Elite, which was the reality thing. I was making things that things that were happening at the moment on a realistic basis and pulling it off with white mamas. People thought that was going to be negative. When they saw it, they said, oh, it's not negative. It's just, it's about the white female being in charge of her sexuality and what she wanted. That's why I called the movie White Mama. It had nothing to do with any epithets or any you this nigger or whatever that is. And you know what I'm saying? It was, it was just the Caucasian woman being in charge of what's going to happen sexually. That's what that series was about, and people fucking loved it. So that's if you want to do some things, that's how you do it. You know, I'm not saying if you a company and you want to do parodies, go ahead. But I'm not, because my mind stretched further than that. I'm a trendsetter. I don't follow people. People copycat off me. I think it's flattering. Very flattering. But you ain't gonna never see me complicate up anybody else. Ever. 
trying to find a proper segue, but there is none. So let me ask, LT, as we are wrapping things up, how can your fans reach you? Where can they find you on the web, social networking, all of the goodies? Well, you can go to Twitter. Oh, my, I'm on Twitter. Um, LT, triple X, you know, on Twitter. Um, they can find me there. And I have also uh, a little appreciation thread on adult DVD talk, you know, uh, that I, people still come on <laughs> and uh, I still respond. I, I got some loyal fans, man, and, and it's great, you know. Uh, and I'm, I only come on there because, you know, they're still on there and, you know, uh, and I just like to respond, you know, because uh, they, they, bought my stuff they enjoy what i do and and i want to give that back you know so uh that's how they can reach me twitter and there basically well lt this does bring us to the end of our interview is there anything that you would like to say to your fans and supporters out there keep watching i ain't done yet keep watching i got some stuff coming that you all gonna enjoy the people who like me (laughs) and the people who don't you're gonna hate me even worse you know, so uh, just, just keep keep going, keep 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 hanging on, because I'm 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 doing my thing, and it's gonna be out, and you're gonna enjoy it, basically. And you too, man. You watch too, bro. Absolutely, I will be, most definitely, man. Because I'm one of the LT supporters. Damn it. There you go. There you go. And uh, hopefully, I can come down to Florida, and I can, you know, we can have a drink or something. You know. Sounds like a plan. You should come down here and shoot some of the beautiful women down here. I came down there, man. I came down there uh, a couple times. You know, uh, one time not to. I stayed in Doral. How close was Doral to where you were? I stayed uh, right by the golf course. Oh, okay. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know that area. Yeah, I came right over there. And it's a nice area. It's a huge golf course. Yeah. And people yeah, man, this is where they shoot. Tiger, Tiger Woods comes over here, and I'm like, oh, cool. You know, I got to come back and stay here when uh, she can go. Because all because the hotel is going to be expensive then. I'm like, damn. You know, uh, I've never watched a golf match live, and I'm, and I'm aching to do so. You know. That's what's up, man. Well, LT, certainly have to thank you so much for coming back and doing a second part to, to the interview. I really appreciate it, man. I know it was a long time coming, but I'm really glad that we finally had the chance to do it, and the door is open for more. Whenever you want to come back and, and chat about your new projects and whatnot, uh, you know, feel free to let me know, and we'll have you back on, and we'll do another fantastic interview. Sure, man. No problem, man. And thanks a lot for having the brothers. Like I said, we've been talking about this for, for a couple of years, <laughs> and we finally got it going. So, but Better late than never, you know? Exactly. I always believe that things happen when they're supposed to. Exactly. Exactly. And things happen for a reason. Exactly. Absolutely. Listeners, I also want to thank you for tuning into One on One with Poppy Chulo. Tune in for brand new episodes of One on One with Poppy Chulo every Wednesday and Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. You can download this episode and many more by visiting poppychuloradio.com forward slash archives. Registered users will gain access to the Poppy Chulo Radio archives of previously aired broadcasts. If you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com. Follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com forward slash poppychuloradio. And like us on on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash poppy chulo radio with that LT and I would once again like to wish you and yours a wonderful night good night listeners good night listeners <laughs>